and one. Nothing was better than the waterbed era. Oh, my mama had one. I had the waterbed. I had the black lights from Spencer's. <laughs> then you got the felt posters that change color with the black light. Oh, you was a you was a bad boy. Listen, listen. Um, many, many good evenings were had, and then it's like, I really feel like I'm gonna date myself a little bit, but I really feel like everybody I caught from like '98 to '03. I need the important men in those young ladies' lives today. <laughs> I need them to send me gifts and donations. You feel me? Facts. I need I need I need my 40 acres and a mule from you niggas that's beating down my old work. She's only dead nice like that because I put her onto the waterbed. Who ass is like like listen. She's only nice like that. Like if a bitch learned how to ride on the waterbed, she you're dealing you're dealing with a consummate professional. <laughs> not a toot either. Not a toot. Just a consummate professional because that takes skill. Like, and I don't want to pat myself on the back, but like my stroke was different level because I started. On a waterbed, it ain't. It wasn't just pat, 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 pat. Because the waterbed don't do like that. Waterbed gonna catch that shit. It's gonna hit the headboard, the padded headboard, and it's gonna roll back. And you gotta prepare yourself for that and hurt. Facts. It's that motion. That mother man. Listen, I might be. I'm. I'm if I had a time machine. If I had a time machine, I'm definitely going back and I'm telling myself, number one, set up this camcorder in the closet right there on top of your box of shoes where it got the perfect angle on the bed. Set that up. That's the money maker. Secondly, get, get these young ladies to sign a release form or some type of waiver. Because this shit needs to be on TV. Like a young Dizzle being a porno star before I graduated high school. That would have been a game changer, bro. No word. I don't know if we'd still be potting or whatever. Because, like, I don't think porno stars make the best potters. Some of them niggas <laughs> act like they got hit with too many titties. Like they be talking like Meldrick Taylor and shit. This motherfucker, I am, boy. Them niggas, you, you see some of them overtired porno star niggas? Them niggas be talking like Meldrick Taylor. I was, I was, I was, I was in the fight. I was in the fight. Hey, man. Live your life, you know? I mean, shit. Hey, we probably wouldn't be pod. That's safe to say. Like, yeah, you got some real different stories at this point in time. You know, I'm just real 
different stories, you know. We all do what we're good at, bro. We all do what we're good at. No, Let me intro. Doubt. Let me intro this motherfucker today. We in one of those kind of moves today. Tuscan leather smelling like a brick Degenerous, but even Ella love our shit Rich enough that I don't have to tell them that I'm rich Self-explanatory, you just here to spread the story, what's up? is breaking i dropped the ball on some personal shit i need to embrace it i'm honest i make mistakes i'll be the second to admit it think that's why i need it in my life to check me when i'm tripping on a mission trying to shift the culture tell me who dissing i got some things that i hit the culprit them strep throat flows some shit to stop all of the talking all of the talking got one reply for all of your comments fuck what you think i'm too busy that's why you leave a message Born a perfectionist, guess that makes me a bit obsessive That shit I heard from you lately really relieves some pressure Like, AB, I got your CD, you get an E for effort I piece letters together and get to talking reckless I'll change like credentials, you know you see the necklace My life's a completed checklist I'm tired of hearing about who you checking for now Just give it time, we'll see you still around a decade from now That's real
How much time is this nigga spending on the intro? Lately I've been feeling like God piercing my mento I just set the bar and niggas fall under it like a limbo The family all that matters, I'm just out here with my kinfolk Off everything my pen wrote, we went from Bundy to Winslow This for shorty up on Glen Grove, who love when I catch my tempo I sip the pourer and listen to Capadonna The Fresh Prince just had dinner with Tatiana, no lie All these 90s fantasies on my mind The differences that were mine, they all come true in due time I might come through without security to check if you're fine That's just me on my solo like fuck it Like YOLO wanted to tell you accept yourself You don't have to prove shit to no one except yourself And if you end up needing some extra help then I can help You know, back on your feet and shit Trying to get my karma up, fuck the guilty and greedy shit How much time is this nigga spending on the intro? How this nigga working like he got a fucking twin, no Life is sounding crazy, 40 on Martin Scorsese And I wouldn't change a thing if you pay me, man Real nigga, what's up? Hey. Yeah Hey. How much time is this nigga spending on the intro? If there's no below, I'll see you when you get there Are you enjoying yourself? If we may, we would just like to close out with something a bit inspirational, hopefully a something a bit relevant as to us all are having the same fear shedding similar tears and of course dying in so many years. It don't mean that we can't have a good life. So we'd like to just maybe close out with something for food for thought. Young scoliosis, smother pork chops on a bed of white rice with heavy pepper. Your fave podcast could never. It's the German bomber, the pod father, red shirt zaddy. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm here joined tonight with Chicago's ACLs. He's responsible for growth and development. Pause. <laughs> Young fried okra. Staten hat. The dad hat champion. Hide and go get a champ summer 93. He was out here in these streets being flagrant with all of your daughters. Ugh. He skinned his knee one time, he licked it, he went and got some hose from the side of the house, and he got the rocks out of it, and he went on about his day like nothing ever happened. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Boo-Wah! Yo ass is crazy, bro. <laughs> 
hey, I don't, I don't listen. I'm a part of growth and development. I don't have no um, <laughs> hand in how that came around. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just, I just know I, that I, you inspire the youth. Yeah. You inspire the youth, them. No doubt. You want them all to grow up and develop into being, you know, good, good tax-paying citizens. Absolutely, absolutely. Giving all the drivers' ed kids lessons on parallel parking. Yep. The on important the, lessons in life. On the business, you know. Things of that nature, you know. It's only gonna cost you a bogey. Like that's all it's gonna cost you, kids. You get a life lesson every day for the rest of your life. Every time you parallel park when you grow, you're gonna be like, Man, I remember a nigga in the fucking dad had fucking asked me for a bogey and told me how to parallel park in between seven damn cars. It wasn't even enough space. I don't know how he did it, man, but this, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you. Hey, tilt your mirrors back, fam. You don't need no reverse camera, fam. Like I hear you out there. Like, <laughs> reverse, reverse cameras for pussies. <laughs> hey, I definitely be forgetting I got it too. Just so you know, so my train. shit, my shit, dirty. I don't even look at that shit. And when I get in the fancy ride that got it, I don't even appreciate it like I was supposed to. I I still be out here trying to eyeball the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got mad wrong, and then you you. <laughs> nah, nah. We ain't nobody see it. Ain't nobody on the block. Uh, man, that motherfucker get the beep 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 beep. Oh yeah. Now we get go get a new spot. Now you gotta go get a new parking spot. Real. I wipe the fender off in the back. Make sure you ain't trade paint with a nigga, cause that's how they always catch you. Yeah. At least that's how they call my ass. Like, uh, you got that cranberry <laughs> scrape on the back of your ride. That's me right there. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, that was from a week ago. Mm-mm. <laughs> we already matched it up, Playboy, while you was in Walmart shopping. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Matter of fact, we, we low-key watch to do it, you know what I'm saying? And niggas will watch you hit their car and vandalize their shit and... Will let you like they'll watch you. I ain't got that kind of patience in me. To, mom, I'm boiling just thinking about it. Facts. Like I want to catch a nigga because I want to have that physical altercation. Like these niggas just be watching. Hmm, I'm gonna put a note on his car. I'm gonna wait and see if he puts a note on my car. If he's honest, motherfucker, gonna gonna show you how honest they is. You ain't gonna need to see their ass get back in that motherfucker. Motherfucker, lead a car there. You can have it. You can have it, bro. You can have the Toyota. I tell motherfuckers it just went missing. <laughs> speaking, speaking of honesty, you're gonna love this segment. You gonna we, matter of fact, we just gonna call this the honest part. Fact. This is this is just the honest part. Um, we've always been honest on the pod. We we never lie on the mic. Uh, but sometimes anything that has to do with me, uh, it's not true. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so just putting that disclaimer out there in case people try and take my life on the pod and apply it to my real life. Well, you said Tuesday you was at Ricky's. Nah, nah, you was over here. Nah, mm-mm. So Hall of Fame class, NBA. 
was this weekend. Indeed. I just want everybody on earth to know two things about this. I thought the NFL Hall of Fame was too strict. Like, it's some niggas in the NFL Hall of Fame with some niggas that's not in the NFL Hall of Fame that I'm like, that should have been easy. Y'all niggas knew y'all was supposed to put this nigga in. And then I come and I look at the, not the NBA Hall of Fame, but the Basketball Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. So this year, the inductees are Vince Carter. Jamal Crawford, Kyle Corver, Smoking Noah, Tyson Chandler, JJ Barrera. What Hall of Fame inductee list you talking about, man? <laughs> That's the 2024 draw. Oh. They they eligible. They eligible. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They eligible. Well, six of them people not getting in the hall. Six? Yeah. So, JJ's not getting in. No. JJ Barea? Yeah. Fuck no. He a champ. Man, I don't get no fuck. That nigga might be a two-time champ, doggy. That nigga's a one-time champ. No, you right with the maps. Now, but he took a, he took a hard-ass elbow from somebody. And niggas felt sorry for him. Yeah. Not the championship run, but like I think it was like some fucking Shaq shit or something. No, it was it was the the Lakers. That was that was they uh champ that was uh during their championship run, Dallas championship run. Mm, was it Bynum that did yes. like that? Yes, yes, <laughs> fuck yes. Yo, we need I, more Andrew Bynum's in the league. I was I was pissed. I was pissed because I'm I'm rooting for Kobe to get the the third straight, and it's just like they was they wasn't I ain't gonna say Kobe had his best series, but he was the most competitive, obviously for his team. But Pal went out like a bitch in that series in particular. I mean, Andrew Bynum went out pathetic. Lamar Odom went out pathetic. All they asked because Lamar Odom he he did some hot shit to Dirk, and him and Dirk was in the fight. I think right before that play or either it, it, all that shit happened within two, three minutes, but it was just like, they was folding. That's all it was. It was like crumbling. I can't, <clears throat> I can't say that the Lakers are at fault. Like that Mavericks team played the best basketball I've seen from a team. And I'm going to say, maybe this helps make it make sense, but from a team you wasn't expecting it from. Yeah, they oh. made it to the playoffs. They earned their spot. But uh, they hit a different level once the playoffs started. Yeah, they did, but I think I think why they was slept on was because of the history of Dirk at that time. Dirk was kind of known as a I don't want to call him a playoff dropper, but just not you know a a, a guy that like everybody would still remember him from that 06 finals, you know what I'm saying? Then he 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 blew the 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 one seed against Golden State the following year, you know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like Dirk. Yeah, it was kind of like you just didn't take Dirk 
that serious. Then you're looking at the cast around him, like he don't really have a number two, things of that nature. But I would have to agree. Like, I didn't think they were contenders, real contenders for the title. But, yeah. That was a great season. I wouldn't say uh, Powell fell off. I think I think if anybody knows Powell and can play Powell to neutralize him, it's another foreign nigga because they do the Summer League, Joan. They do the, you know, the World Cup Series bullshit. And them niggas see each other a lot. Uh, it wasn't no neutralizing though. That's the thing. It was more so like a just an I, I, I outclass. You know, I just outclassed you. Just like Pal was <clears throat> not himself, and it could have been just you know fatigue. A lot of it was, I think, fatigue. You know, they still went to three straight finals, with, which takes a lot, and to try to make it four straight finals would have would have just been more uh, obviously more wear and tear. And I just think a lot of them guys was probably needed a break. Not not maybe not Kobe because his mentality is to win, win, win or whatever. But <clears throat> I, I a lot of them guys like Lamar Odom. I remember he went play FIBA basketball and they won the gold medal that year too. And and he came in. The, I remember like them showing him like arriving to the practice or whatnot, and he had on a three peat shirt. Like he was smelling himself already. You know what I'm saying? And, like, when you have that mentality, like, not to say that it, it can't be confidence and go over well through the team, but if y'all just acting like it's Saran rap, which I think it was because the Lakers was kind of like, we got this switch, which a lot of champions do. We just going to turn it on. We turn it on. No, you cannot do that. That switch is sometimes that motherfucker never get cut on. Like, you can't play them games. You got to cut that motherfucker on the be- game one. That's when the switch is on. Not game 79. Because <clears throat> now that motherfucker is flickering. <laughs> yeah, that motherfucker ain't really on. It's, it's flickering. No, no. I'm looking at that. I'm looking at those rosters. And I'm looking like what happened the year after. And I mean that well that year was the beginning of the LeBronathon. He went to the finals that year and he ain't stopped going to the finals for like ten mo. Which is crazy. Well he went he went eight straight, obviously. It ain't it's crazy when you just say LeBron went to eight straight finals. <laughs> But when you add in the context of most of the time he showed up with the best team from his conference, like it kind of like makes sense. You know? Oh, you are you starting to hate? I thought we was doing an honest cast. Like oh, we are. I, I feel like of, I feel like that was a little. I mean, he showed up with the best team from his conference. Yes, they made it to the finals. The best team from each conference. Yeah, yeah but makes like, it to the finals. But when you say like LeBron went to eight straight finals, like it, it's it's almost seeming like you know you leaving out something. Like granted, granted now, the twenty eighteen finals, like 
he he took that team in particular to the finals. But like That's the other the, teams, the no Kyrie, the no yeah. love. Now you had love still, but you know, even in even Kevin Love gets kind of like dismissed, like he didn't do anything in that finals. He just they just lost to fucking Golden State, like with Kevin Durant. Like what the fuck? Man, this the fucking Justice League of Super Friends like, got assembled to like, to beat <clears throat> these niggas. Like Kevin Love averaged like eighteen and eleven in that series, and that's solid. Like shit. Who I I hope motherfuckers didn't think he was from the turn to twenty twelve Kevin Love though. After being chubby, chubby Kevin Love. Yeah, I hope motherfuckers didn't think that. Now Love handles Kevin Love is in is in the Hall of Fame already because he's been gone for more than four years. Uh, this yeah. Kevin Love we got anxiety stricken, panic attack Kevin Love. <laughs> Shut the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. That motherfucker sweat a lot, dog. He sweat a lot. Like I be looking at my man on the court, and I be I be confused. I'm like, yo, like it's tip off. My man really warmed up. Like my man is out there really warmed up to sit on the bench and sweating like full blown sweat. Uh, so yeah, cocaine Kevin Love don't know if he gonna make it to the Hall of Fame. He ain't bust out no twenty twenties. Nah, he. I mean, his he he ain't got the probably if he to play about three four more years on his own, then try to make that type of move because he would he would have had some some more All NBAs. He would have had some more some more career. Uh, total points and things of that nature that kind of would have put him in a different... I think he only got like 14,000 career points. I mean, don't get me wrong. This nigga's with less in the hall. That, that, that. This nigga was stranded stranded on death row with Cleveland for two? Like, I swear this nigga did not play for like a whole season and he was healthy. He was a healthy DNP. The reality is, motherfuckers need to act like Kevin Love is really a Cavalier more than he a Timberwolf. <laughs> like at this point, like that's what we really need to act like because he he been them as long as Brian was. <laughs> I mean, that nigga is free agent now. He was with the Heat this last year. I think he got a buyout in like the second half of the season. Mm. Like they was trying not to buy this nigga out because he, like most athletes. I'm not taking a buyout. Pay the whole freight. Or continue to sit me. And niggas was like, cool. And then at like March, they was like, you know what? I'm just tired of looking at this nigga. Give him the rest of the bread. <laughs> Give him the rest of the bread, bro. Somebody else can take him. Uh I miss I miss Kevin Love. The Minnesota Kevin Love. I miss that Kevin Love. I understand the changes that a power forward or center have to make when you're playing with Braun. It wasn't that big of a change for Bosch because that was Bosch's game. Popping threes. You know, he found his little jump shot a year or two before he went to Miami and he was good. He already had decent post game, but he knew he couldn't do it all. So going to Miami Yo, your role's going to change a little bit, Bosh. 
is the winning going to change? Yeah, the winning's going to change too. Bosch was down for whatever. Facts. Kevin Love, I don't really ever think he got the memo for real, for real. Like, he knew his fucking role changed. But niggas still needed them rebounds, bro. No word. Like, like niggas, hey, niggas still need you to go 20 and 20, Kev. Like, you got to get them ugly. Like, he was getting those ugly Zion Williamson garbage buckets, you know, under the under the basket, and he could spot up that three. And then he came to Cleveland, and it was just spot up threes. Trist- Tristan Thompson got the rebounds. Like, that nigga 6'5", and Canadian. But he got the rebounds. <laughs> it's different. It's different. It's really different. Um... My man, my man Iverson did the speech for D Wade uh, going into the Hall of Fame. And, like, you know, it's highlights all weekend. You see all the Wade highlights. Like, I knew Wade was never no slouch. Like, I knew, I knew he was nice. Like, when he got drafted, I knew he was nice. When he was down there with Skip to my Lou, Karan Butler, Lamar Odom, uh, some some nigga with dreads, like I knew, like they was a tough team. You know what I'm saying? They made it to the playoffs, rookie season. But Iverson, you know, I talk shit about Iverson. 10, 15, maybe twenty pods ago, I was like, yo, kick Iverson out the Hall of Fame. As a player, I still might stand by that a little bit. We we love you, Bubba Chuck, but I still might stand by that as a player, solely as a player. We talk about the influence. We talk about the tattoos, the do-rags, practice. Uh, in this retirement, AI is probably like my favorite version of AI ever. Every time they put a camera in this nigga face, I know we getting good, classic NBA stories. Every time they put a microphone on that, I do think the nigga cry a little bit too much. A little bit too much for my liking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a stoic guy, you know what I'm saying? I ain't with all that crying on cue, crying on camera. Uh, So I do think you got to tighten up with the crying, but uh, I think his retirement act is probably probably been one of my favorites because he doesn't. I was saying, got no public outlet. He don't have no podcast where niggas is dying to come talk to Iverson, and he got a little catchphrase. Welcome to the crossover way. Hey, yeah, like he ain't got no bullshit. Like he'll go to your joint if he fuck with you, and that's it. It ain't like KG. And Matt Barnes out here, Paul Pierce and them out here. Like, nah, you see Iverson when you see him, but when you see him, it's always love. And that's facts. So yeah, yeah he he got it. He got his uh he got his Hall of Fame spot back because every time I see him, it's all love. Um, I love D Wade's speech. You know, he talked about it. He talked to his dad at the end. Shit was cool. Uh. I can't believe this nigga been going for four. Yeah. 20, 2019. Yeah. 
Like that shit felt like it was like a season or two ago. But it was like the season before the panty. Yep. And and then this nigga was gone and then they got Jimmy Butler and they've been rolling ever since. Yep. I mean, that's the heat though. So it's just like they weren't really tripping one way or the other type shit. That's how they move. Uh Powell, Powell, Powell went in, right? He Definitely. talked about fucking Kobe as usual. Like every time I see this nigga Powell, I'm gonna hear a fucking Kobe story, whether I want to hear the fucking story or not. Man. Hey. <laughs> I mean what? <laughs> The man would not be known without Kobe Bryant, bro. Like, it's just the truth. So he just going to eat off that forever? I mean, what you mean eat off of it? I knew him before Kobe. I mainly knew him for being on the Memphis Grizzlies and getting swept out the first round every year. That's that's why he he's nothing again without Kobe Bryant, bro. Stromal Swift and motherfucking who else was those losers over there? It was some hoes over there. Yeah, didn't work. Didn't work out over there. Uh, they had the oldest coach I ever seen in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It it was it was all right, but it definitely wasn't like it definitely wasn't life changing. Like when you looked at the class and you you got to see all the fucking speeches, you know, uh, Mark was up there talking. Oh, my brother, we, we, I got traded. I was going to go to the Lakers and my brother got traded there and they traded me to the Grizzlies and boo, nigga, who cared? <laughs> Uh, Dirk was Dirk was I, but I think Dirk was mid. Like I really like seeing Dirk's highlights though, because I be forgetting how nice Dirk was in that Hall of Fame season. I don't even think it was his best season. Which, which the season that he got duffed out by the AC the Warriors. Shout out to uh, the gang. That definitely was his best year. Nigga getting the MVP trophy after they got swept. Like two days after they got swept, him and Mark Cuban both looking like they was going to cry and hold each other silence. Uh, real whole shit. Other, other basketball news. Your man is at it again. Your man, James Alante Harding. You know, I'm I'm all about freedom of speech and I'm all about calling cap and being honest, especially on the honest pod. But if the 76ers come out and say, yo, we done with trade talks. We not talking trade talks with James Harden no more. What do you think that sounds like? <laughs> It sounds like don't nobody want you out here in these streets, right? I mean, 
I I don't think it ain't that nobody want them. They just want they compensation for them. Like you can't don't... you can't ask for a king's ransom for Harden. Yeah, they tend to believe they can right now. <clears throat> and then they send out a message: Yo, trade talks is over with Harden. We look we look forward to the beginning of season where he gonna be in a Sixers uniform. And I think this nigga Harden was like doing charity, like singing the kids with cancer or some shit. And in the middle of all of that, he was just like, yo, one of y'all niggas hold my phone real quick. And they take a video of him and he like, yo, Daryl Morey is a liar. And I'll never be a part of any organization that he's a part of. And the little cancer kids wearing Adidas was all shocked. They was just looking at each other like. Harden want to go to L.A. He want to play with the Clippers. Problem is. Niggas ain't giving up Paul George. And I think Paul George makes the Clippers attractive for Harden. I don't know what's attractive to the Clippers for any professional basketball player. Man. <clears throat> I The Clippers is... I, I don't... They, they clearly, if they healthy... They're one of the tougher teams to to just say somebody can beat. If Paul George is healthy, Kawhi is healthy, like they're going to be a tough out. Problem is they never healthy. So, I mean, I can't see why somebody just want to flat out go there. Just like, yeah, I, I just got to go there. That's the spot to be. But it is L.A., you know, so it's just – you do have a chance to win. So it's it's kind of like, and Harden's from L.A., and, and he, he's always kind of stated that he wanted to play in L.A. Kind of probably want to retire there, maybe. It's where, he, you know, it's where he's from. Um, If I'm the owner of the Clippers, I don't want anything to do with Harden Coming home, getting around the old bunch, being in L.A., being around other rappers that he's horny for. Like, I don't want Harden at home. Nah, that nigga has a very unusual relationship with a few of these rappers. I mean, they his homies, though, for sure. Like, I mean, Harden just, to me, is a guy, like, I don't want him as my number one option personally. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just me personally. I'm cool. I'm a, I'm off that nigga. Like, if he, if he can, you know, get to a happy destination, cool. But I seen this song and dance. The nigga go somewhere. He has to get traded. 
He get kicked out the playoffs. He has to get traded. Oh, we need to make the team better for me. He has to get traded. Like same song and dance. I don't think I don't think any NBA player has asked for more trades than him. Uh him and the rest of the gang. Him, Kyrie, and Durant. I think that I think those niggas is nah. None of those None of those young men are ever winning a ring ever again or ever for the first time in their career. That shit's done. I mean, these teams, though, bro, like, I ain't saying they got the right mentality either about it, but it's just like the whole staying in a place when the organization is, like, doing crazy things and there's no communication. Like, you can't really blame a player for that shit. Like, James Harden, he didn't come to Philly to play with Embiid. Let's get that shit out the way. He came to Philly because Daryl Morey told him he going to give him that bag. He got paid? No, 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 no. He wanted they He's playing off that Brooklyn contract. Oh, 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 oh. Uh... He thought he was going to get locked up for a decent little four-year type deal. You know what I'm saying? That would have insured him. Because that's what Harden cared about, that bag. Harden cared about that motherfucking bag, bro. So he can buy more honey buns for his rapper friends. Yeah. But if, if (laughs) if he win, if he win, what the bag is easily attainable. No, it's not. I I never seen a team let a champ go. Yeah, they they ain't gonna let him go. But then they'd be telling him, "Man, don't you want to win again? You should, you know, you know, you should take less. That way we can give this guy a little bit money. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it's gonna take. That conversation don't go that far though. It's gonna go far. But enough. you you're not gonna be stupid enough to let that nigga walk away. That's what that's what we do know. Shit, shit. The Toronto thought winning would keep Kawhi. Kawhi didn't even think he was gonna win there. That's why he like, man, I'm getting the fuck up out of here. My my shit, my stock had in a bitch right now, boy. I'm gone. Kawhi said, "Nigga, I just needed to win one without Pop." I'm a legend. I don't care where the fuck I go. Look, I can retire. The straight back god can retire at this moment. This is facts. And that's what he did. I mean, he and he and his retirement plan. That nigga done with basketball. I can't wait till he starts the second half of his career and he just starts talking like they just start putting cameras in this nigga's face. Like, yo, fam, you played 22 games in the 22 season. What's up with that? Oh, yeah, man, you know. <laughs> Just didn't feel like it, man. Just woke up, you know, ain't feel like it. What are they going to do? Like, I just hope him and Ben Simmons have a podcast one day and we get to just hear how ignorant they, they thought process was approaching their craft. Man, no, I can't say that about Kawhi. He got, he got, he got, he got some real shit. He should retire because something wrong with them knees for real. Like, something got to be wrong. 
What you fucking right? Something's wrong with them knees, nigga. That ain't that ain't Ben Simmons though. That's what I'm saying. Like to me, Ben Simmons wish he had Kawhi's mental toughness and how he approached the game. Like he wish he had that shit, man. Tell him get some straight backs then. I mean, I don't I don't know if that's gonna be it. Like that shit ain't gonna work. Like you just gotta have that 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 humbleness about you that you know what I'm saying? That that killer in you. Like it's just a combination with Kawhi. He just chill. Then he he wants to be the man, but and wants to be treated like the man without actually playing like the man. You know and then nigga Ben is Australian, home of the convicts. The fucking wildlife outdoors is all outdoors. You've seen videos of aggressive kangaroos. This was this nigga's backyard. You mean to tell me some words coming off on the TV screen? Make that nigga pussy up? Pause. Um, it ain't just the words on the TV. It's it's just like when you a product of of like the, the same thing that can make you make you laugh, make you cry. You know what I'm saying? Like make you smile, make you cry. Cause it's just like the, this this generation benefits off of the, the clicks and the social media. You know what I'm saying? They benefit from that shit. But at the same time, it's 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 many people that you think love you. It's it's damn near the same amount that's gonna talk about you. Like that's gonna have something to say about your ass. So it's like you don't know what the you really don't know what to believe now, nah. cause people think they so uh people think they really know motherfucking celebrities today, cause they kind of feel like they do. They see them on every day on social media. If you're lucky enough, you might can interact with one of them every now and then. Like people really think they, you know, know a celebrity or know a lot about these people, and so. To me, I just look at Ben Simmons and he I think like he when when you in LSU, you the man, you they comparing you to the next LeBron James, the next Magic Johnson, etc. And and you the man shit. He probably he he probably, you know, up until like he get around a coach like Doc Rivers, who done coach other Hall of Famers and shit, like he probably been just having his way with coaches. Just just telling them whatever. No, uh, all the reports is in, bro. Doc Doc Rivers is definitely the reason behind this. Like whatever he said in that voice that he be saying shit in. Guys, guys, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> and what's crazy, Doc don't even talk like that though. Like, like he just sound like that when he coaching. Watch when he started doing the, the announcements. You like, damn, that's Doc talking. I'm not looking forward to that nigga doing the announcements. I'm not. I'm I'm not because just because I, I fucked with Jeff Van Gundy and, and and Mark Jackson, I fucked with they shit heavy. But but I I I do remember when Doc was Doc know the game though. He do know the game. And, yeah, and he old school though. Like you know what I'm saying. He ain't he ain't kissing no ass. That's why I don't ain't gonna mind it. He ain't finna kiss no ass. Be po- politically correct. Don't call this shit how you see it. Nah, I need I need Doc 
I need him and Doc to shoot the fair one out out in the parking lot. No cameras, no nothing. Just go shoot. Like if that's what you need to get your shit back together, young sir, then then go handle that. If that's if that's gonna make you feel good about yourself, I hope you go out there and average four points, four rebounds, and one assist. What what do you get out of whooping a sixty year old man? Dog, I, I don't think he wins. <laughs> I don't think he wins. I think it's that'll be even worse. I just think he needs to get that, like, you know, that first time, like, you fought a nigga that did you wrong, and you fought that nigga, and you didn't even care, like, what the result was. You just wanted to hit him with your hardest. Go fight his son. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Austin Rivers. Nah, that don't count. That don't count. Fam, you catch the Austin Rivers body, and that nigga, like, 6'1". That's like beating up a civilian. And that nigga shoot threes. Like, that nigga don't even... No. So, so whooping a man that sound like he fucking got emphysema gonna get you, like, some cool points? Like, Doc is old as shit. I think you got a better chance, because either you whoop, you whoop, you whoop Doc. I mean, uh, you whoop Austin Rivers, or you whoop Seth Curry. Seth Curry Ooh. married to Doc's daughter. So you whoop okay. one of them niggas. He got another son out there. Yeah. but you, He got see, another son out there, too. See, you don't want to fuck all with all them niggas' asses in, in a cage match. You don't really want to fuck with them, 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 them Rivers and Currys, though. They kind of like a family right now. They ain't nothing but the fluorescent beige brigade. Like they ain't nothing. The rivers and the curries, though, man. They, 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 they just, you know what I'm saying? Hey, they fucking procreating the future shooters of the NBA league. Cause Steph they, ain't they, nothing but Dell's little boy, and you see what Steph is doing. That's that's Steph Daddy. Them <laughs> days is over with. That's Dale's little boy. He ain't Dale little boy no more. That, uh, that's them Davidson days. No God, that's that's. <laughs> we refer to him as Steph's daddy. You Steph daddy, Dale. <laughs> Shit, that's, that's your name. Dale got demoted. He lost his bitch to the yeah. neighbor. Yeah. Now you can say that to Seth Curry. You can say that to Seth. You can be like. You Dale's boy. Nah, he's Steph, little brother. Facts. He's he's Steph, little brother, for real. Like, he always in that shadow. Facts. That nigga should have stayed in school. I said it, too. I was like, yo, this motherfucker don't stay in school another year. Motherfucker gonna be like, you Steph, little brother. (laughs) And Dale's boy. Man, that's got to be a life. That's <laughs> like, brazy. That that's brazy. Bra- that's brazy, ain't it? <laughs> that nigga got to go to Europe or some shit. I don't know what's up. That, that, uh, nigga, that, that nigga Damian Lee edged him out a couple of years fucking with the Currys. He married their sister. That shit getting bad, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to have a house rule. If you got a three-point shot, your sisters can't be fucking with your teammates. Or but or I your think, ops. I think they was fucking around before, like, like, like 
ain't gonna say before he came to Golden State or anything like that, but like I think they was college sweethearts or some shit. But <clears throat> something something cute that you can spend for the for the media. Now I'm the trying other... to get in the family shit. I'm I'm with it. I, I don't beat down Mama Curry. She can get it. Um, Man. The rest of them, they just, you know, Aisha, I ain't, but yeah. I, I think she'll fuck me and then, like, tweet about it or something. Crazy. Like, like <laughs> oh, my gosh. DJ World premiere. He put me on the waterbed, y'all. It's true. Whoa. Whoa. Like, I can see her doing some crazy shit like that. And then I got to explain myself on the pod. Which I'm happy doing, Aisha. Uh, but I better get some free pots and pans out this situation. Um, this nigga's... in other news, the psychedelic god is on HBO every week. Who the fuck is that? Aaron Rodgers. Oh my god, twenty four seven. He's on the hard knocks. All He's right, on the I'm hard knocks. Hard knocks, yeah. I'm going to tell you what, dog. I hate Aaron Rodgers. I still hate Aaron Rodgers. I strongly dislike that young man today. What do you do? I just hate him for being a loser. I just hate him for not living up to the own hype. I hate him for... I, is, I love... What is, what is own hype, though? What's his own hype? Yeah. Look, the nigga won the MVP, couldn't make it out the first round. He won all oh, the greatest passing quarterback we've ever seen. Like, he's living up to this hype. He don't never tell nobody, yo, watch your mouth when you talk about me. Like, good or bad, he'll never say, he just let niggas talk. All, you put all this praise on his shoulders. Skip Bayless come out. Oh, he's the best quarterback. Stephen A. Smith. Oh, that's a bad man. Oh, Skip Bayless don't say that, though. Oh, yeah. Well, Shannon said it on behalf of him. But yeah. Stephen A. Stephen A. be on his job. I mean, but I can't judge football like I judge basketball in that regards. That's why I think, like, when we was talking about the Hall of Fame earlier, like, that's why it's more prestigious. In the NFL, because it's more individual based in the NFL. Like, what did you do? Because shit happens. Like, you can't control. Like, Aaron Rodgers can't control what his defense do. Like, he can go down there and score a winning drive with a minute left, and then his defense get on the field and blow the game. Like, that doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Or the defense just wasn't really good in Green Bay during his duration there. Now, granted, do I think he should have won another Super Bowl during his time? Yes, I do believe that. And maybe he can this year. We don't we don't know yet. But I do believe as talented as he is that that some games he might have I, I I just said this year earlier this week. I call him the Kevin Durant of the NFL. Like Kevin Durant, yeah, not not how Kevin Durant won his titles, but to me, what holds Kevin Durant back to me as a as an individual player is his lack thereof of aggressiveness. 
Like he he's so to me he's so concerned with his efficiency and you know what I'm saying how it appears like he's not forcing the issue. Like to me that's Aaron Rodgers. Like like Aaron Rodgers to me ain't he he ain't trying to wield his teams to victory necessarily all the time. Like he's if it's a bad throw, I'm gonna just throw it out of bounds completely. Throw it like, out of bounds. Yeah, you know, like I'm not forcing the issue. And it looks great, like when you just look at his numbers, like damn, he went twenty for twenty four, three touchdowns, three hundred yards. You know, like it QBR was amazing, but he lost. I would rather for him to go thirty for forty five with four hundred yards. Four touchdowns, hell, even a pick. I wouldn't give a fuck. Win the game. See, and I'm glad that this podcast is recorded because, I mean, we've been here for three. I think I've consistently said that all three, four years of the pod's existence that throwing it out of bounds shit is cool. That's why you don't have interceptions. Hey, that Harold Mary shit is cool, but it's a lot of luck in that. And yeah, the niggas got maybe 10 of them on his record, but how many winning drives does he have on his record? He got none. If he go into the second half and his team ain't up, his team never comes back. And that's the second half. I ain't even talking about no Hey, niggas went into the fourth quarter and they was down three. Guess what? They stay the fuck down every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. Like, this shit with him is crazy. And, yeah, you're right. He does not get aggressive on the field. But after the game is over and they asking this nigga questions in the shower and this nigga want to pop fly, oh, that's his bag. That's that white privilege shit. Well, yeah, when the coach when the coach doesn't, I mean, I guess the coach doesn't know what he's doing out there. I mean, hey, I'm just doing my job. I'm, I I I would I would have went for it on fourth and seven, but that's just me. Like when a nigga do moves like that, and then I go watch a motherfucker like Pat Mahomes. Yelling and screaming at the coaches. He tore his ankle up on the Netflix documentary. He tore his ankle up. He yelling and screaming at the coaches. Put me back in. Put me back in. Well, he sounds like Kermit the Frog. Put me back in. Put me back in. Like he's going ham. Mm. But that's that's Aaron Rodgers for you. And I think it's just. I don't know. The 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 mushrooms, the off season shit, the recreational shit, the zen, whatever the fuck, like who cares? Uh I do like how HBO is giving you like a look at, at him uh on the hard knocks joint. Of course you're not spending like twenty or thirty minutes with Aaron Rodgers because they never highlighted a quarterback like that before unless it was a rookie like Baker. Uh, so that's just not how they giving it up, and that's cool too. 
I know more is coming, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm just so ready for football to be back. I'll watch anything, dog. Like, if, if it was fucking hard knocks with the third string of the Detroit Lions, like, I'm going to watch it. You know, that third string is ready, bro. They, you know, they ready to go out there and pat niggas on the shoulders. Say, you doing a good job with those blocks. Like, I, I'm down to watch anything. <laughs> uh, I watched preseason football the other night. Uh, and I know everybody is saying this, and I'm going to jump on the bandwagon too, but just know uh, I said it first, and I probably said it, and I after, as soon as it left my, my mouth, I said, I need to jump on the motherfucking podcast. Um, the young bull that the Patriots got, the young the young black kid that the Patriots got. They got a quarterback. He out there looking like a looking like he don't fit in. Malik Cunningham. Uh he went three for four for nineteen yards. Very pedestrian as a passer. Five carries, thirty-four yards and a touchdown. Uh, but he can move out there and he got some some decent bones. Uh, that three for four for 19 yards, I know that's some old bullshit Bel- Belichick's system. I just want to see if you can make some connections because you know the playbook, some bullshit. Let that boy go out there and play the fucking game. No word. But I, I like I like Malik. Um, of course, of course, I had to watch. I had to watch the 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 fucking Vikings. I hate the Vikings, uh, but I just have to watch them because I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to pick up, you know, Kirk Cousins again in my fantasy football league. Uh, mm-hmm. If is it going to be worth it? Kirk Cousins took me to the chip two years in a row. Like, is this going to be? Is this the year I drop Kirk? <laughs> and I just <laughs> and I just find like, do I go roll with Derek Carr? Who knows. Uh, and then I watched, and then I watched the the Jags and the and the Cowboys, uh, which was hugely disappointing. But I really like, I really like the Jaguars this year. Like I feel disgusting saying that. You said you don't like them. No, I do like them. That's why I feel disgusting. You shouldn't be. I f- it feels dirty. Like the Jaguars feel like that team that nobody should like. I mean. I ain't gonna say nobody should like, but they they probably like the youngest team in that division. They got the least um the least amount of problems. Um yeah, but it's just like I just think like overall you got what the Colts, the Titans, and the Texans. Texans. So, yeah, the Jags kind of got, like, I don't know. I don't even want to say the least if that's the case because the Texans may have expansion team. Rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterback for the Texans. Uh, rookie quarterback for the Colts. Well, maybe not a rookie quarterback because they got Gardner Minshew mm-hmm. out there, too. Uh, but if they start the rookie, he in trouble. They going to uh, start him, though. Yeah, you have to. You ain't got no choice. They definitely you have to. Him. They definitely starting him, and then they're going to start 
but I, I think Trevor Lawrence kind of like he's legit. I think he's a top ten quarterback. That defense, damn dog, oh, damn yeah. dog, yeah, top ten. Wop came with the hot takes today, bitch. What y'all thought he was playing? Top ten. Top ten. Who you taking over him? Honestly, besides the known guys. He had a hell of a year last year. I'm not going to blink. Top Top, 20 easy. Top 20 is disrespectful. Top top 15 15? at the bare minimum. At the bare minimum. He can have top 15. Top 10, dog. Top 10. Okay, you got got, definitively, you probably got Mahomes, Rodgers, Herbert, Allen, Burrow. That's five. Um. It's getting dark out there. It definitely it's is. Get, it's getting dark La- out Lamar, there. Lamar, I would say Lamar is better. Um, Tua? I ain't saying Tua. Hell no. Nah. Um, I want to say Watson, Deshaun, but I just need to see him a little bit to kind of confirm that, but um, I'll finish it off. You go ahead, Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Fuck no. Come on. Fuck no. And I'm Come not on. listen. And I'm <laughs> listen. And I'm not saying you can't say Kirk Cousins, right? <laughs> I'm talking about guys that are stamped over him, over Trevor Lawrence. Like you, Kirk can make Cousins is stamped. No way. Kirk Cousins is stamped. No bro. way. He's stamped. No way. He's stamped. No way. I'm not buying it, bro. No way. And I do think Kirk Cousins is better than people try to make it seem. I I will say that Kirk Cousins is not a bad quarterback, but I can't just say he flat out more stamped. Um, I ain't gonna even say. You know what? I take that back. To a degree, he is more stamped because he's just been doing it a little longer. But what I've seen from Trevor Lawrence, especially in that that game, like last year against a, a team that he was completely outmatched against to a degree, the Chargers. That comeback, that comeback, Kirk Cousins is not doing that, bro. Yeah, he, he, he didn't do that against the Colts. You're right. No, nah, he did that against the fucking... Uh, against the Colts. No, he did it against the Chargers. He did it. No, Kirk Cousins did it against the Colts. Oh, he right. Down, he was down 33 zap. Yeah, but that's not a playoff type game. Like the the the, the atmosphere is different. This was on the road. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, it wasn't. It was at home. It was no, in Jacksonville. No, it was in Jacksonville. It was in Jacksonville. What about uh, Russ? I, I I can I can live with you saying Russ as well because he's Russ, but I do think Russ might be done. I think I definitely think Russ is done. I think this uh, reviving of Sean Payton is going to make Russ look worse than Sean because Sean is still the guru coach who did it with Drew. Uh, So if you can't do it with Sean in your corner, then you the problem and not Sean. But But I know, I know in my heart of hearts, Sean ain't going to give you much help. Now, he's not going to fail you like Nathaniel, whatever the fuck. 
he not gonna fail you like he did, but he he not gonna nah. He not gonna do he he not gonna be that guy. Um I don't wanna put Derek Carr in there. I don't wanna put Jared Goff in there. What's the young boy that went from Detroit to the Rams? Stafford. Stafford. Yeah, he might not be the same either. Josh Allen, did you name him I already? Said, I said Allen. Uh, nobody. I ain't gonna put Jalen Hurts out there because I don't oh, really. Oh yeah, you could put Jalen Hurts in there. You could put Jalen Hurts in there. I mean, that's that's seven. Nah. That's but, nah. but we still not there. We done. We it, done. And he makes he makes the top ten. That's what I'm saying. Like I just don't think you can definitively say ten. You might say seven, maybe eight. But I just think based off of his youth and what I've seen from him that last game, that playoff game. Like I'm, I'm willing to feel more comfortable about him, per se, than Russ at the moment, just because youth is on his side. Burrow's out of my top five. You say who? Uh, Burrow, he's out of my top five. How? Injury, injury problem. Granted, and I'm gonna add this stat to go with my hot take. I know he is the top. Sacked quarterback one year, the year he got injured. He comes back. He's the 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 year they go to the Super Bowl. Top set quarterback. Next year, Kirk Cousins takes the championship, but I think he was in like the top three of sack quarterbacks. So I get it. <laughs> that little motherfucker's on borrowed time, but I don't want. I don't want him to Andrew Luck on us in two or three because he can't stay healthy. He hurt now. That's true. I mean, that line is atrocious, man. It's atrocious. It's bad. And so he's, he's um, you know, unfortunately getting banged up from it. And, um, I still don't think it's enough to take him out the top five, though. Like truly, like based off what I've seen the last couple of years, unless he falls off, then I can understand it. But when he's on that field, though, like he, he he's a problem. Like to me, I think the top three right now is, you know, and I well we already know who the top one is, and I believe he's in the tier all alone. Ain't nobody fucking with him. Mr. Mr. Kermit Kermit the Frog. Who? Who Pat. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Pat. Yeah, Mr. Patrick. Yeah, that guy. He's in his own tier. And then you got, I would say, Joe and and Josh Allen. Like they kind of like and Aaron Rodgers as well. He's kind of like like them guys is kind of all in the same tier. And maybe even Deshaun Watson, if he returns back to to form, I can see him entering that tier. But then the third tier guys would be guys like uh, the Trevor Lawrence's, the the Kirk Cousins, the Russell Wilsons, like those guys. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I can't. I, 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 I would even say I, I was. I say Lamar tier two quarterback. Here you go. Here you go. Lamar tier two. No. Oh my he not. He not. Yes. He not. They got him targets. They got him targets. This this year will will prove. Uh, but 
I've seen some good quarterbacks throw it to some ho-ass receivers that nobody ever heard of and made niggas look like stars. Right. Russell. Drew. Drew. Now say his name. You're going to feel better when you see it. Just get it out. Andrew Christopher Breeze. Yeah. Thomas Edward Brady. <laughs> oh, no, no. He never threw it to no bums. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> he never fucking, threw it to no bums. Fucking Julian Edelman is fucking was a fucking quarterback. Nah, Stop I ain't going to hold you. That was probably the best receiver son had. My son was out here throwing it to Dion Branch. Yeah. Dion Branch. Fucking, fucking, what was my man's name? Nah, uh, Brady, I ain't gonna say like like other than Edelman. I say Edelman is about the 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 and Deion Branch, like the two guys that he for sure made household names or names you would remember. They both got Super Bowl MVPs playing with Brady. Amendola, he ain't nothing but a fucking he ain't nothing but a poor man's he ain't nothing but a poor man's Edelman. Nah, he was better than Edelman. Out of here. Yeah, he was better than Edelman. Now, when he did special teams and shit, you're right. When he was with Miami and doing man. special teams and, and, and really came, out here working for a job. He came from St. Louis, though. He was he I think he was a thousand yard receiver. That's why they that's why the Patriots when they got him. He was a good receiver. I and thought he, my man was with the the Dolphins. No, nah, he went to the Dolphins after the Patriots, I believe. Ah, uh. I think I can remember him yeah, coming from uh, fucking uh, St. Louis. Yeah, he came from St. Louis. And uh, he had... Yeah, my man, my man might have had a bad rep, too. My man, my man Tommy might have had a bad rep, too, when it come down to having some bums to throw it to. Yeah, he was still a bum with time, too. <laughs> he was a bomb. Yeah, he he was never. Yeah, he ain't never crossed a thousand. I'm tripping. Let me take that back. Yeah, he was a a gadget receiver. That's uh. And 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 a nigga AF Edelman's covered. Amendola got to be open. Yeah, Edelman might be better. I'm tripping. Edelman, Edelman, Edelman. Uh, I mean, Amendola was just that. He was that three. That 3 a.m. call that you make after the club let out and like options one through five didn't pick up. Now you call Amendola. Amendola gonna pick it up. She oh, yeah, the door Julian. open. She got a plate for you in the fridge. Yeah, Julian was way better than this motherfucker. Way uh, better. He got. Julian Edelman got like seven seasons, no, six seasons where he got over 600 yards. Well, let me say this. He got six seasons where he got over, five seasons where he got over 700 yards. Motherfucker, Danny Amendola ain't never got 700 yards. That nigga said yards ain't the goal, nigga. Nigga, it's you crazy. <laughs> Catch the ball and fall down. This nigga was the first down. Nah, fuck that. 
No, no, no. He wasn't fighting. He wasn't fighting. Like I think he probably missed more games than Edelman. And he came in to spell my man because he got the he got the concussion. He got CTE out there. Um, <laughs> Yo ass is crazy. <laughs> I uh, so the crop top crusader found a home. Talking about Zeke. Zeke. That's right. That's right. That's right. The crop top crusader. I knew something was up when I seen a picture of him getting a haircut. And this nigga had it wasn't the boosy fade. It was like the it was like I'm, I might be Spanish fade. <laughs> uh mad waves, crazy. They 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 had it was way too many lights in one barbershop for this not to be like I thought this was the other announcement. Like I thought this was the you know, I'm retiring announcement. Uh <laughs> But my son got a got a gig with the Patriots. We we just gonna see how this shit play out. If my man makes it through training camp, if he makes it through the preseason to the regular season, uh then maybe maybe he has a future. But I don't know. I don't I have no clue. We've seen some stars go to Foxborough while we thought they were still in their prime and they got no shine on the field. Ocho Cinco, to be specific. Couldn't read the fucking playbook. Hey, nigga, <laughs> we all watched the Manziel documentary. Reading the playbook is not needed to be successful. Yeah. Till you get to the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did you watch the Manziel doc? I haven't. I'm planning on to. I'm, I, I synced the highlights and been hearing a lot of, you know, a lot of talk about it. But yeah, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I think we all know the ending because mm-hmm. it should happen like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm watching this shit. Number one. I forgot that this shit was not even 10 years ago. It seems like it is, though, though. Like, that's the crazy shit. Like, like that shit seems like it was fucking 09 or fucking. Like, it was 2005 or some shit. But when this shit started, it was like 2012. I was like, hold up, my nigga. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then I just saw the highlights. And I was like, damn, like, and these was better than the ESPN highlight package that you get. You know what I'm saying? This is better than that. Probably the same games, but it's just better than that ESPN highlight reel package. And I'm watching this shit. I'm like, yo, my son was dead nice out here. Yo, Johnny, hey, nigga, Johnny football, okay. And when they got to the pros and they was like, yo, uh, he read uh, 0.00 time on his iPad for watching video. <laughs> that nigga Johnny was in the background like, donut nigga. <laughs> Zero nigga. Like, I'm out here do driving. Some. Do something. <laughs> you do something, my nigga. <laughs> and then the pro shit happened and I was like, 
you know, they probably said like, that's why all of this didn't work out because my nigga wasn't reading the playbook. So he didn't know where the protection was going to be, where he needed to be. Fuck all that. I, I, I've seen Cliff Kingsbury. I, in the pros working with the cultural version of money Manziel. This is facts. Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. He's nothing but Johnny Manziel with a tan and a do-rag. Mm. He don't watch film. He played Call of Duty. This is facts. Both of them missed their calling, though. They should have took their ass to play baseball. Man, every, every nigga they should have played baseball but is playing football. I got the same. I got the same feeling for you. You in a couple years, you gonna be like, yo, I should have went and played baseball. Nah, this is facts. Russell Wilson, you at the top of that list, Playboy. See, he had that early success, which fooled him. He had that, that early success. That that was Legion of Boom. Perfect. I know, I, I know, but but he got a, you know, he got. A lot of it, you know, because right place, a, right time. Yeah, he got a lot of that love because he was making the the game manager plays and he was doing it with thrill too. You know, Russ was extending the plays and then he had a, a, a he, he had an army throwing that bitch down the field. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like he was looking like that that next up. You know what I'm saying? Kind of guy. And and he was he was a quarterback. Yeah. So of course, so of course, if it's anybody that the reporter's going to run to at the end of the game, it's not fucking Browner. It's not fucking Sherman. No, nigga, we want to talk to Russ, not Marshawn Lynch, who probably should have been the face of the team. Nah, we want to talk to Russ, and Russ got on there. Uh, first, first and foremost, I want to thank God. Um, oh, my man. mom. <laughs> I want to thank my mom and my dad. Oh, uh, coach, coach drew up a really good play for us. Like, hey, it's everybody but Russ. Facts. When Richard Sherman got on camera, what he say? I told Michael Crabtree, don't ever put no trash ass nigga on me again. Facts. I'll do you like that every time. Facts. Lod, like, and he hollering, nostrils fully flared. Not fucking around. Every time. Not fucking around. And hey, that's you know, that's what it is, man. It's it's all good. You feel me? Like we get the 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 that's the PR face you want. You know what I'm saying? Rust, well spoken, all that good shit. But at that time, is what I'm saying. Like you know, he he just probably just like because it was talks of him potentially going back to play baseball around that time, but you go to back-to-back Super Bowls, it's just like, oh, man, we finna keep playing in the Super Bowl at this point, shit. Nigga ain't been back since. I ain't smelt the Super Bowl. I don't even, has a nigga even made the playoffs? I don't, even, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't even know if my son been in the playoffs, he done, he been in the playoffs just getting bounced. Oh, first round. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. I hope all the bad things in life happen to the Seattle Seahawks 
and all of the people that live in Seattle. I'm still not over the quake. All right. Mm. So if you a Seattle Seahawks fan, I want you to know. Hope all of the bad things in life happen to you and only to you. I hope when you put your socks on in the morning, you put a hole in your sock where your big toe go. And then when you take off that sock and put on a different sock, I hope you get a hole in the heel. Alright? I hope you go to the medicine cabinet. You pull out your medicine, the medicine that you need to live. I hope when you get the twist cap off, that childproof bullshit, I hope all the pills fall down the drain in slow motion. And you're so shocked, you can't even get those motherfuckers to like reach. Like it's happening in slow motion for you. And it's like, no. And all the medicine you need to live goes down the drain. And you can't get another script because it's opioids. And they're not going to run you another script for 29 more days. So you just got to figure it the fuck out. Damn. Eat some Skittles, bitch. You feel me? Sorry, that came from a hurt place. I see. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what? I'll never get over that shit for a few reasons. Uh, reason number one: uh, Saints had a great record that season. Uh, we was just out here doing the Lord's work. You know what I'm saying? We didn't get the buy, so we had to play some some bums in the first round. These niggas won their division with a losing record. Of like seven and eight, like some some flagrant shit. Seven and nine, like these niggas. Seven and nine. Oh man, and they had home field advantage. And you know, you know, the New Orleans Saints play terrible outdoors, and all morning long, niggas was like, the Saints have never won a game playing outdoors in a temperature lower than forty degrees right now in Seattle. It's a sunny 32 and kind of windy. Like, yo, what the fuck, my nigga? Like, I hate your, your ESPN stats. Uh, but, two, I already know how my niggas give it up in the weathered conditions. Hey. That was a, a hell of a run, you know? It truly was. It was a hell of a run, you know, about by, by, by a great running back, man. It, it was... Wasn't, I wasn't expecting it, me personally, when it happened. I definitely thought the Saints was going to go handle business regardless of the ESPN stats, you know what I'm saying? But especially coming off of a championship, you know, just thought they would have performed a little bit better. I thought they was going to drug test Marshawn Lynch before the game started. Mm-hmm. Like why why niggas ain't do that? Why niggas ain't drug test Marshawn Lynch before the game started? You see that motherfucker Hasselback as the quarterback? Who that was he that would, caught that stiff arm? Terry Porter? Yeah, two of them. Tracy he caught Porter. the yeah. yeah, he caught the stiff arm and he got up and ran right into another one. The second one pushed him like seventeen yards sideways. 
on his feet. Like, you know how bad it is a nigga can push you into a, a nigga can stiff arm you into a back pedal? Not a back pedal, side pedal. I don't I don't know who's more athletic, Tracy or Marshawn Lynch. Like I still don't know about that. It's probably Tracy, just Marshawn stronger. <laughs> Safe to say. That was that was a determined run. Like that nigga was determined to get to the end zone. Like he was going off the henny, you know. When I'm when I'm going off the henny, I, I can stiff arm niggas too, you know. That's how I give it up. Yeah, I'm falling after I stiff arm your ass. <laughs> no, I stiff arm your ass. I'm coming right down there with you. <laughs> you got one in you, though, no, right? Man, Just one. Mean one. That bitch mean as hell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you get up off me now, G. Damn. Like, damn, I'm down here too. My bad. <laughs> Shit. That was un that was unmoisturized behavior. That's all I know. Marshawn Lynch was not moisturized that afternoon. Uh the whole city of Seattle. That's why y'all ain't got a basketball team. Damn. I hope your Starbucks burn down. I hope Microsoft leaves your city, the Microsoft hub. I hope they move to the new Silicon Valley in Texas. Damn. Hating shit right there, <laughs> man. I'm hate. I'm, it's always up for them niggas. Like every time, like Geno Smith, you better not see me. Like Marshawn, I promise you. And I know how the internet works, and I know I'm asking for problems. I want Marshawn Lynch to come find me. That's it. I'm gonna leave it there. I want Marshawn Lynch to come find me. I hope he don't. <laughs> I actually like time with you. You know what I'm saying? You my dog. For real. I don't want fool to run up. Oh, you fool. Fool is crazy. So if I throw the hat up, you not coming? Fuck, I live in Chicago. I don't know when you might do this shit. <laughs> Wait, man, but listen, what I'm listen, man. I'm not listen. I'm just asking you not to do it because I can't put, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't know how this nigga Marshawn coming. He coming with the hood wherever he goes, like, for sure. You know what I'm saying? You just need to let that shit go. Whatever beef you got, let that shit go right now, man. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I, can't. I hope he understands I can't. It's it's up forever. Unless that nigga come out of retirement, put a Saints jersey on, and win a Super Bowl with us, I can't do it. Like it's it's really up for that nigga Marshawn Lynch. Like if I'm in Oakland to go see a Warriors game in November and I bump into this nigga, just know just know the world is yours. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey gas, break, dip, dip, like ghost ride the whip. Ghost ride the whip. Like, no. Just keeping it honest. Just, just make sure you know what I'm saying. Uh, you know your your, your medical, your medical paid up. You know what I'm saying. Just make sure all that good shit. You know what I mean. You wrote your will, all that type of shit. You feel me? Cause uh, you at Oakland talking that crazy shit, man. It's gonna be a motherfucker hop out the garbage can on your motherfucking ass for Marshawn. Nah, I think I think um I actually think Kawhi Leonard 
will probably find the pod or his people will find the pod before Marshawn Lynch do. Cause I'm we got what? We at episode one fifty one. I probably have a smooth fifteen episodes, maybe like four or five hours worth of content going up on uh Kawhi Leonard. That's bad. Nah, he's made me angry. Like <laughs> and this way I wasn't even recording like when we was playing against them in the finals. Like my smoke started way before then. What would your smoke start with Kawhi for? Uh, I don't know, man. You know, it's me. It's you. So okay. probably because he's not bald on purpose. Right. Uh, Probably because, you know, he just fucking has that look about him. <laughs> like, he, the fucking <laughs> laugh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. But I just knew uh, in one of those podcasts where I caught, said I want smoke, like, I gave that nigga, like, 30 straight minutes of uninterrupted, like, calling him out by his whole name. Jesus. Made up name, too. Right. You think I'm Googling niggas for their (laughs) Christian names? Absolutely not. Made up names, too. Jesus. That'd be the worst part. Like, yo, why is this nigga calling me Algernon? (laughs) Why is this nigga calling me Alshon? Call that nigga whatever. Kawhi Elgin Leonard. Like, God damn, that's a fucked up name. Straight back Jesus. Yeah, it's man. just it's just him and Pusha T right now wearing braids. The only two niggas on earth. Nah, this, this, uh, <laughs> this is true. So and Drake and Drake can't forget about Drake. Oh uh, yeah. Well Drake Canadian, so he gets the pass. Uh, true. Um and another honest news, my man, my man Michael Orr. Now, this shit made me mad. It's been a bad week for white women. It's been a bad week. Jennifer Aniston cut up last week. We ain't even talk about that shit. Uh, now, niggas is at Sandra Bullock neck. Like, Sandra Bullock actually adopted Michael Orr in real life. Like, niggas didn't even know she was just acting in a movie. <laughs> 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 niggas was like yo shorty from the bus fucked up for the culture like what i'm like shorty from the bus what are you talking about yeah that bitch that was driving the bus mad fast and it had a bomb on it fucking speed i'm like what she do for the culture like she called somebody a nigga on tv or something even hey. worse hey hey no bullshit <laughs> i gotta tell this shit like <laughs> what like the first time i, I ever watched speed Literally, we on the fucking Greyhound or whatever to to Florida. The whole fucking bus was terrified. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, could this could this be us? Like, no, motherfucker. <laughs> like, like, but it could be though. <laughs> My nigga, why was you watching a bus? I mean, why was you watching Speed on the bus? My nigga it was ninety six. Like. 95. All right, all right, look. Right. Questions, yeah. questions, questions yeah. were had. Yeah, like like it just was the hottest movie out at the time, I guess, and shit, that shit was on. But like, yeah, it was just crazy though, because like, you know, you on a bus and you seeing all this shit happen on a bus. Just like, I yeah. hope it ain't no crazy motherfuckers on this bus. <laughs> like, you that wild nigga that watched Final Destination on a plane or in the airport. I'm definitely not doing that shit. Not not even coming close to it. But 
but man, I don't like with the Michael Orr shit, man. Like, there's no way he didn't know that these people got some fucking money. I'm not buying that shit. Well, so that's the thing. So they put they signed up for conservatorship. So basically what you do when you have kids that ain't all there and you know they're going to get a check, you sign up for a conservatorship. So any money they make go here and the law say, boom, check it. You can deal with the money because it's in the best interest of the kid, just like Britney Spears people. You feel me? Um, now he did this as an adult. So I don't know if he was like maybe homeboy was slowing down bad. He's saying he wasn't. He's saying he wasn't. Well, let me just read the article. So the story of Michael Orr, the retired NFL star who supposedly was adopted by a wealthy white family who lifted him out of poverty was immortalized in the 2009 blockbuster film called The Blind Side. (laughs) But now, Orr, 37 years old, alleges that much of the heartwarming tale is a lie crafted by the family in order to profit off of his name. In a 14-page petition filed on Monday, Orr alleges that Sean and Leanne Tui never actually adopted him instead tricked him into conceding his authority to make business deals by making him their conservators making them his conservators at the age of 18 now here's what they got the blindside movie had a budget of 30 million dollars it made 300 million box office. So Sandra Bullock was paid 5 million to do the movie. The two children got 220,000 each plus 2.5% of the net proceeds which equals out to 4.6 million dollars each. Michael just got the 2.5, which ain't no slouch. But he got 2.5 of everything after profit. So after they paid Sandra Bullock, all the actors, pretty much he got 2.5% of $175 million. Which is about probably about about two hundred, yeah, about two hundred k. Yeah, he was already playing football then. Uh, I did think it was weird that you never saw him doing interviews during, um, you know, the promo runs. Right, like it was the the dude that played him, but it wasn't like. It wasn't him. 
Right. But this conservatorship, it's the same shit that Britney Spears had, where her parents controlled her money until she went to court for it. So any money that's left over is in this conservatorship, and Michael Orr can't have access to it. He retired not too long ago. So the nigga really won his bread. Man, I feel him. But it's just like... You shouldn't have never let that happen. Like, at the... Like, like when that shit was happening, it, it should have been like... You know what I'm saying? Like, when the movie came out, you should have made your, your feelings known then. Like, not to say that you didn't... Uh, you couldn't have you know, at that time, not understood what was happening to you. But what I'm just simply saying is that it, it just, it it comes off better when you doing it in the heart of the moment, like in the heat of the moment, rather. You know what I'm saying? Like, like right now, it's just like you're retired and, and it's just like that shit happened years ago at this point, like 15 years ago. Uh, <laughs> hey, if the money tight, <laughs> go and get your money, King. Yeah, uh, but look- the appropriate time was most definitely on the red carpet when you was down there with Sandra. When Sandra started winning award, I, I'm pretty sh- confident Shorty won an award for this shit. Definitely, probably won the uh, Oscar. Definitely. He should have been out there as loud as anybody so that niggas can hear him. This ain't right. This won't me. Why y'all playing like I was slow? Because now, slow or not, you look it. You look slow, Playboy. Facts. It's 2023. You was on you had an opportunity every Sunday on TV protecting quarterbacks, tackling quarterbacks, whatever the fuck. And you couldn't get to a fucking cameraman. Hey yo, uh, I'm just happy to be here. Uh let's go Ravens. Uh Joe Flacco's my nigga. And also, I never got paid for that movie. Like, just drop that little nutshell out there, dog. Never. When he got drafted, my son is on stage with all of these Caucasian people. All of them. He's on stage. There's one black man with him. And it's the rest of these white folks on stage. Mm. Brazy. Um, so yeah, you know, shit, the blind side, uh, and then (laughs) of course everybody's like, oh yeah, that's why I hate, and I said this before on the pod, niggas is like, oh, I hate the white savior movies. Ben said that. I hate white savior movies more than I hate slave movies, but it does bring up a good point. 
what is the best white savior movie? White savior movie. Mm. So you you know what a white savior joint is though. Kinda kinda like what the blind side is to a degree, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a movie with black people in it and white people had to come save the day, make shit cool for us, but not a slavery movie. Because they never come through for us in that extent. Like, that's the only movie where the white savior don't exist. Right. Okay. It's going to be tough. The best white savior. My nigga, my nigga, uh, my nigga Billy Hoyt say that nigga Sidney Dean. <laughs> no, 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 no. But that nigga Sydney should have getting whooped by his bitch, boy. God damn. <laughs> he save he save uh he save old girl too. Cause he got her ass on Jeopardy. Oh uh yeah. Rosie. Uh, he Rose. saved Rosie. Say Billy Hoyt ass. Yeah, his man's was the security guard or some shit. But he had to shoot the shot from the Sudan. Facts. Facts. I don't know. Hey, look, white man can't jump. <laughs> the nigga might have changed my vote in this bitch. <laughs> Billy Hoyt, goddammit. Damn, that's brazy. Billy Hoyt, white savior. Yikes. Oh, let me think, though. Let me get a little deeper, okay? This going to be nasty, but I'm finna, I'm finna take it, though. Matthew McConaughey, A Time to Kill, White Lawyer, Samuel L. Got yes, that, got I that think nigga off. Deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. That motherfucker, fuck him. Oh man, <sighs> got that. Got my man Samuel back to the crib. Got him back to the crib. That was like a prequel to the Lincoln Lawyer for Facts. me. You know what I'm saying? That was a prequel to the Lincoln lawyer because my nigga was out here hey, holding it, it down. Get holding it, it down. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Oh, shit. Um, so, <laughs> and, I, and I might have smoke for this young man after I, after I finish this list. Because it's a nasty list. Like it's a this list is filthy. Let me just pull up the IMDB because I I was thinking this guy and I said, I think that's the name of the movie. Let me go look it up. Well, I looked it up. Tell me why the fuck I found like 18 movies just like it where this nigga was the white savior. Uh, Kevin Costner. Mm. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Kevin Michael Costner. Mm. He was born January 18th, 1955. 
Mm. He's the third child of Bill or William Costner. This nigga. Uh, let me tell you where he played the white savior. Most recently, he played the white savior in Hidden Figures. Mm. Now this is I ain't see uh, it yet, but that's what Taraji. Yeah, Taraji. Uh, the other two black ladies who didn't have a big role in the movie, but female African American mathematicians who served a vital role with NASA. Mm. During the early years of the space program, all I got to tell you is NASA was still segregated. Um, Taraji had to ride a bike three miles to go to the bathroom in the black bathroom. And when the bike wasn't available, she had to walk. And they about to send niggas to the moon or from the moon. And he went to look for her to, for some numbers. And when he found it, he was like, yo, where the fuck you been at? And Taraji gave it back to him like any black woman would if you questioned where she'd been. Facts. Well, if you needed to know, I have to go to the bathroom three miles away from here on this campus to relieve myself. And she went into like a five minute, you know, rant. And then at the end, she said, and y'all, y'all act like y'all can't drink out the same coffee pot as me. Mm. (laughs) And I was like, damn, that's crazy. Niggas was really racist with science. Uh, And then he goes and he fucking knocks the sign, the whites only sign off the bathroom. Now you can, you we all pee the same color, right? Well, the lady's character, she came out shortly after that movie came out, was just like, <laughs> that white man ain't had nothing to do with it. I still had to go three miles to go to the bathroom, though. Every day. Um, McFarland, USA. Another white savior movie. Facts. <laughs> He ain't want them. He ain't want them little Latinos around his daughter though. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Hey, hey, look, you you got it. You we all do what we're good at, right? You keep them away from your daughters, uh, because you know they're fertile. Mm. You know, kiss and hug. Um, black or white? A grieving widower is drawn into a custody battle over his granddaughter whom he helped raise his entire life and she's also black uh that's three that's three in a row for kevin no word uh draft day i don't know if you want to get into that uh but definitely white savior he drafted uh he drafted black panther first Black Panther, <laughs> I mean, he drafted him first to be a linebacker. Draft day was a great movie. I, I just that shit was just on the other day. I didn't, I did not like tune into it though. Niggas sleep, bro. It's a, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Just all on one, all on one day. Uh, I wish they would have got somebody else to play Arian Foster, but that's just me. Uh, play his character at least. Um. What else he got out here? He got some other shit out here. Man, just go to the one, the biggest one. No, that was that was the that was the biggest one. The 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 biggest hidden one. Figure, hidden, hidden, oh 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 Come shit! On. My bad, my Stop bad, it, my please. bad. That was where I was going. Uh, 
<clears throat> the bodyguard, ladies Absolutely. and gentlemen. <laughs> the bodyguard. My nigga was in the bodyguard. And what was he doing? Saving black ass, crack smoking ass Whitney. Facts. He saved her like three times in that movie, dog. Facts. Like he like every time we looked up, I thought it was him. I was just like, yo, my, my nigga gotta be doing this shit. There's no way these niggas is out here waiting for Whitney Houston. Her records wasn't even hot like that. Caught that bullet for Whitney. Fucked up the good shirt, too. Uh, Damn. Uh, fuck that bitch right up. Uh, Waterworld, White Savior. Don't recall that one. Uh, well, I don't know if there was any black people in it, but uh, I just knew he was white. <laughs> And he saved the day. That nigga had gills and shit. He could, like, breathe underwater. Great movie. Great movie. Aquaman before Aquaman. Um, Yeah, yeah. White Savior. White Savior. Kevin Costner, you win the White Savior Award today, bro. I'm not even going to get in the field of dreams, you know what I'm saying? But just know, I see you, bro. Like, this nigga got to run. He got a white savior run. He definitely do. I give him that for sure. I don't know though. I don't know if you fucking with uh like a lot of them was just occupations. You know what I'm saying? Then he was forced to kind of be, you know what I'm saying, the savior to a degree, you know, but my, my, my man's Matthew McConaughey, like that was a losing case, my nigga. Because he definitely killed them motherfuckers, and everybody knew it. He did that shit in the courthouse. Exactly. He did. I don't even think that nigga hit one of them army slides when he did it. I think he just fucking... Okay. Motherfucker! Wow! Wow! <laughs> letting shit happen. And they was handcuffed, so it was like, damn, dog, like... You ain't even wait. You ain't even wait to catch niggas on the humble. Um, he's got some other white savior joints in his history, though. Dude. Not too many. Not too many, because he know he know better. Yeah, you um, can't have too many. You, you, yeah, I'm looking at Kevin Costner totally different right now. I'm like, I'm looking at Kevin Costner, but then I'm looking at Taraji because. She's in like five. She's in like five movies where the white man had to come save her. So she's kind of putting herself in position what for this. movies besides the one? Uh, so she did the one right after that. Right after that, she did another one. Um, hold on, let me pull the name of this shit. She got hidden figures. Best of Enemies. I don't know if you've seen this one, but this is a civil rights activist and Atwater faces off against C.P. Ellis, an exalted cyclops of the Ku Klux Klan in 1971, Durham, North Carolina, over issues with school integration. Mm. Nice and that was, that was bad. It was a lot of bad acting. 
I don't know why they, and then at the end, you know, they always show like the real life people. And it was like a big old black woman and a big old country white man. And they was like best of friends. Oh yeah. I love her fried chicken. And yeah. Uh, so the best of enemies, uh, coffee and Kareem. She did that. Uh, proud Mary. Uh, we, we just why like that didn't happen. <laughs> Stupid. Um, shoot. Maybe oh. I was wrong. Uh, Benjamin Button, white savior. Uh, she was she was the mama, the the grandma of Benjamin Button, and then he came back and saved her. Yeah, but she, I mean, I don't know if that's a white savior though, like, cause she kind of saved him. I mean, the nigga was reversing the age. Yeah. The whole the whole movie, he came back and saved her, bought bought her little boarding house and. I mean, oh, I came back and Queenie was still working. I had to, I had to retire Queenie. I mean, he would have been doing it anyway, though. I mean, all he did was, it took him forty years, shit, to, to get young. Shit, <laughs> that nigga was young for like twenty minutes of the movie. Facts. <laughs> I had a huge problem with him. What's up with this nigga, bro? This nigga, this nigga, this nigga turned back into a fucking kid. That nigga was a baby by the end of Girl, it. Like, like, damn. This nigga just gonna wrap this nigga up in a Kleenex, call it a movie? Facts. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, he got some hits in here. Now, uh, The Lincoln Lawyer, the movie, of course, that's my joint. Uh, slept on Dallas Buyers Club. Mm-hmm. That's my shit. Niggas wasn't ready for that. I think it was ahead of its time. I think if that shit drops today, I think I think they're showing that shit in school to the kids. Facts. Cause that was a hell of a movie. True Detective. Of course, we know that shit was fire. Season one. Interstellar. That's my joint. Uh, White Boy Rick, that's your neck of the woods. That's definitely that shit. Uh, the, the Gentleman. So that movie came out at a bad time. The Gentleman came out around the same time as uh, Knives Out. Mm. Both good movies, nothing alike. Knives Out was like a murder mystery. Uh, I kind of guess the gentleman was a murder mystery, but you're really just watching a story happen from like 15 people's different perspectives. Oh, yeah. Somebody robbed our weed truck last night. And then they show you the robbery and then they give you backstory on the niggas that robbed them. (laughs) And then the next scene, it's him catching up to the niggas that robbed him. Like, yo, why'd you rob my weed? Oh, well, we were robbing your weed for this person. And then it gives you a flashback of this person. But all in all, give it 20 minutes. You'll be glued for the rest of the time. 
but give it 20 minutes. Matthew McConaughey kills that shit. Okay. I ain't got no I ain't got no major no major movie reviews. Um Painkiller on Netflix. Pretty cool. I love movies and documentaries about the opioid the opioid crisis in America. That's always cool shit. <laughs> it was it's one joint on Max, on HBO Max, and I caught that shit on a humble. Like it was I was half sleep watching this shit. And I think it was it was called like Muscle Beach or some shit like that. Where it was about two brothers, two twin brothers who fucking found out what you needed to do in Florida so that you could get pills. They called their shop a physician building and they was just getting all the perks, all the oxys. And then fiends was coming from all over America to get fake scripts. Yo, you, you your back hurt? All right, well, I got a trailer in the back with an x-ray machine in it. Uh, go give my man $110. Go lay down on the x-ray machine and then come back over here and we'll give you the pills. What the fuck? And these niggas was twins making millions and millions of dollars. And they got busted on some dumb shit. So they was twins, huh? Yeah, they was twins. One of them was like, you know, responsible and kind of stayed out the way. But the other one was like, nah, nigga, we got to we gotta get more business. Yeah, we made 12 mil last month. That's cool. I just bought my baby mama a stripper. I just bought her her own shop. So now she can take some of our business, too. Like, niggas was out here. Fuck them. Nah, they got jail time. They got big jail time too. That shit was crazy. Mm. <laughs> but that shit's on that shit's on Max. Um, you know, the shit on Netflix, that's about the Sacklers, the niggas that came out with uh Oxycontin and that shit's cool too. It's long. Uh, but that shit's cool too, but yeah, I'm just, you know, watching TV every fucking day and fucking uh, planning on the Fantasy Football League to come back. Uh, we figured out the date for the draft. It's going to be Labor Day, September 4th. It will be live on the stream, live on the pod. So if y'all get a phone call from DJ on September 4th, just know what it is, bitch. <laughs> Finna make you motherfuckers famous for being in second place in this podcast league. Don't do it to yourself. Hey, last year I put up 1,200 against zero. Mm. I was hoping to lose. Mm. I wanted somebody to win this shit. Five fans, five fucking of my idiot friends. At the end, it was me and a fan in the championship. 
I won a course. But it don't get no better than that. Now, I might put up twelve hundred again this year. Uh, but I, I, I got I got until Labor Day to figure that shit out. No word. <clears throat> I just don't know. Like twelve hundred, like I like my money in my pocket. Like mm-hmm. last year every loss, I took that shit personal. Like <laughs> ready to go fly out to a city. <laughs> I took that hey, shit personal. Hey, like Michael Pittman was about to have to see me. Hey, hey, hey fam, you missed that PAT <laughs> on purpose or what? What you, what you, what you on? Want me to break your foot? Like, I'm trying to run a business out here. You feel me? And niggas is out here embarrassing me. Uh, but you know, shit, shit's gonna be peace. What you got going on? Shit, I'm, I'm definitely down. I mean, I'm with it. I'll definitely jump in. Oh shit, we get wop if we get wop in the league, I'm look, I might have to put my money up. You know, we just we just help my odds a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And take it out, take it out of that 13%. Facts. I already know I'd never see that 12. nah i was gonna pay the job and then i was like yo i gotta put something in here for the losers you know what i'm saying like yo last place nigga gotta spend 24 hours in waffle house damn but you get out 30 minutes early for every waffle you eat Yeah, I'm, something. I, I nigga, nigga eat about six of them bitches, and they they finna shit on themselves. <laughs> <laughs> like yo, I I can't even imagine what the fucking conversation with the waitress is looking like. Yo, I lost the bet. I gotta sit in here until seven o'clock tomorrow morning. Is that cool? I'm gonna keep ordering stuff. Some people gonna be walking around with cameras. Facts every hour on the hour type shit to make sure I'm still in, but you know. Oh no, I'm sitting in the parking lot watching the front door. Like I wanna know. Like I don't wanna be miserable inside the Waffle House for twenty four hours. But to keep some continuity to it, I wanna sit there and make sure you was down for the ride. Feel me till everybody say they love you, but it's not love. And your suit is ox blood. And the girl you fucking hate you, and your friends faded off shots of what you ordered to forget about the game that you on top of. Your famous girlfriend ass keep getting thicker than the plot does. And when you forget her, that's when she pop up. And you gotta drop, but you ride around with the top up. Or get three SUVs for niggas dressed like refugees. And deal with the questions about all your excessive needs. And you do dinners at French Laundry in Napa Valley. Scallops and glasses of Dolce, that shit right up your alley. Yeah, you see a girl and you ask about her. Bitches smiling at you, it must be happy hour. They put the cloth across your lap soon as you sat down. It's feeling like you own every place you choose to be at now. Walking through airport security with your hat down, instead of getting the pat down. They just keep on saying that they feel you, nigga. Yeah. 
too long. Been way too long. So bad you tell yourself you're in it And tell the world around you that your paperwork is finished And steal your mother's debit card so you maintain the image And ride around in overpriced rental cars that ain't tinted You need a minute, you got it You know it's real when your latest nights are your greatest nights The sun is up when you get home, that's just the way of life Apartment 1503, some couches and paintings Where you record with two others that want the same things Yeah It start to feel better than home feels And so you up there every night, you swear you getting close That champagne money was for gas and phone bills But shit, you bout to spend it on what matters most You drop a couple songs in hopes that you could be the nigga And come out every night to let the city see they nigga Telling stories that nobody relate to And even though they hate you, they just keep on telling you they feel you nigga Yeah It's been too long man I 
Southside Terminal 1 and 3 in so long I'm driving right up to it now, make sure you got your coat on That runway can be cold, especially after summer's rolled on And all you knew was alcohol and city lights and slow songs For four months out the years, got you asking what's good at home What's good at home? The same hoes are still at it, I should've known My young niggas popping M's and sipping Dirty Jones Problem children that I'll be reppin' October Zone Brand new girl, and she's still growing. Brand new titties, stitches still showing. Yeah, and she just praying that it heals good. I'm about to fuck, and I'm just praying that it feels good. I really don't know much, but shit, I know a secret. They say more money, more problems, my nigga don't believe it. I mean, sure, there's some bills and taxes I'm still evading. But I blew six million on myself, and I feel amazing. Young money maker, season ticket holder, season switching over. I come through them bitches still scorching as if I didn't notice. You niggas getting older, I see no threat in Yoda. I'm out here messing over the lives of these niggas that couldn't fuck with my freshman floater. Look at that fucking chip on your nephew's shoulder. My sophomore, I was all for it, they all saw it. My junior and senior will only get meaner. Take care, nigga.